You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. Hey, you're looking good. You're looking more and more like uh, like B-Rabbit every day. Who the fuck is B-Rabbit? Is that like a character on a, on a cereal box or what? Oh, that's uh, Eminem's name in 8 Mile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, all right, I'll take that. That's hood. You got a mustache right now. Dude, I know. So the story behind this is uh, I had a pretty like decent beard, except it was getting kind of squirrely, mm. and I tried to shave it to trim it. Like so, I put the put the thingy on like two or whatever, and I just totally fucked it up. So I just was like, yeah, whatever. I'll just do a mustache instead. So yeah, I've got a mustache for a bit. It's pretty chill. That's, I like it. Dude, that's very chill. Way to like, you know. Way to just take the times and roll with it. Yeah, I knew I <laughs> I didn't want to let it go to waste, you know? Like, I kind of, I, I had, it, yeah. It would Although be... in the time of a water droplet uh, transmitted virus, maybe having a flavor saver is not the, uh, <laughs> the, the safest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's funny. He sneezed from, like, if a guy sneezes from 10 feet away, you'd normally be good, but... Yeah, Those yeah. driplets might just get caught in your in your uh, in your in your Venus flytrap, in the <laughs> ointment, a COVID in the ointment. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, how you doing? Good, good. I uh, back at work. Nice. Built the bridge, so I'm not working from home anymore. But uh, we'll see. It's kind of like day to day on Touch that front. Go, yeah. But man, it's nice. It's just nice, like being out there again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quickly how it's amazing how quickly you kind of start to feel disconnected oh. from it. Like I'm doing, you know, you work. It's it's hard work and it's a lot of work. And the thing that makes it all worthwhile is like being out there and seeing the progress and everything. Yeah. And when you're not there, it's it's just it's much more fulfilling. It's much better. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And the, the weirdest thing too, I was like doing some planning work and I'm. I was trying to picture like, okay, this is the space we have. This got to put this um, like pontoon thing together so that we can get access to go like build out in the river and all that. And I'm just trying to picture where we're gonna do it, and it's incredible. Like I spent last month and a half out there every day, every day during the week, and after a week, I'm already like forgetting kind of not what it looks like, but I'm, I'm like forgetting the size of things and. Yeah. I don't know. It's, no, it's that makes weird. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's probably yeah. It's I I bet like on your last day on site, you probably weren't like taking like mental like snapshots of everything, and then you kind of once you're away from there for a little bit of time, it lags a bit. Dude, Yo, can I, I made. I can I tell you a little bit about what I'm doing out there? Like, have I ever told you? And in... you're building a bridge to build the bridge, right? Yeah, but let me just go into like one minute of like more granular. Okay. Get really what goes into that. Get really granular. I don't think there's anything like work related, like why I shouldn't be able to talk about this. It's not like it's some kind of trade secret or anything. But uh so basically we're building the giant dock that the crane's gonna go onto to build the like piers, so the columns of the real bridge. Oh. So like, how do you build these columns? You In either water. have to have a well like the there's a few ways to do that. Um, 
I, one way is a coffer dam and it's literally what you think it is it's just like a dam in the middle of the water for like a cube basically yeah right and you, you like just, drive your trucks and your cranes into the dam essentially you can go down into it yeah, yeah. if you make them big enough but uh yeah, essentially you're just making like a void where there's no water. Yeah, you pump it out with the, like a sump pump, like in the middle of like a lake. Dude, yeah. that's And fucked. how you do that is you basically have like a big metal like enclosure that that is eventually becomes watertight through like welding and all that. Sure. And, and uh, you could just pump the water out after and you're constantly managing because like it's always going to fill up through the bottom. And Dude, it's, that's – uh, that is sort of what Benny did last summer. He worked at a massive open pit mine in northern Canada, the biggest diamond mine in Divic. Divic, yeah, exactly. That's where he worked, and uh, he was one of the like monitors of the friggin' water levels rising. Because same, it's like that open pit mine is the same thing as what you're describing, except on a colossal scale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, the way we're doing it, Mark, and this is like, it's so simple, but the, the reason that it, it works for this waterway is it's very shallow. Uh-huh. So we're just pushing rock, like we're building a land bridge, right? By putting rock like gravel into the water and then like compressing it down. So it's, it's, it's rock hard, man. It's like you're on a road. Right. And, uh, and then you just drill your foundation right through that like we make land so we can drill right through the land oh that's interesting cool so you're like you're making a bridge to drill into it and then then you've got your foundation then you just keep trucking you just keep going and then once you have all of your foundations is the is the bridge gonna like the remove all the rock the the rock will be removed and then the the bridge once the bridge is done the rock will be removed wow the uh so like it's it's a long runway of rock and then there's little offshoots, right? Because like the the rock bridge is right beside where the real bridge is going to go. It's not right on top of where it's going to go. Uh, you're so right. Like where the drilling is is on these little offshoots. They're called fingers. That dude, that actually you're explaining this very well. It's it's like a zipper. Yeah, exactly. And One the, and half the, of and the zipper. Yeah, and the teeth of the zipper are the foundations. Yeah, that's where the foundations are going to go. Wow. On the teeth of the zipper. Really nice. And. uh but the part that we're doing is you, we can't put this rock all the way across the river because it will one it blocks like this is a waterway Think like about the fish. waterway. Think yeah, about animals, the fish, everything. The ducks. So part of instead of putting rock, we're building an access trestle, which is just like a trestle just means like a structure, basically. And it's just a bridge. It's like a giant dock. But it, instead of those little like two inch tubing you know like a metal dock right sure instead of like two inch tubing that goes down and then you got your deck boards on it it's 36 inch tubing yeah one meter big pipe that's a and, thick uh, tube dude it's thick man you could you could like get, get lost down there yeah little kid down the well but uh so we just go we pick this up with the with the crane and there's a big hammer that vibrates it's a vibratory uh, hammer and it clamps on the top of the pipe and it just starts vibrating and it just vibrates this thing like 70 feet into the ground deep into the earth and then until you hit bedrock and oh. then you gotta hit and you gotta hit it with the impact hammer 
just to make sure you're on you're actually on bedrock good yeah. to go because you're gonna be putting a crane on this right and that's it basically you just build it up from there then you just but it, everything's just on a bigger scale it's just legos like yeah. instead of having a two by four you have a a 12 by 12 that's 30 feet long right, right. like and you just got both that's your decking it's uh, very you know chill. what i mean it's, that's yeah. it's very yeah. chill it's very chill. Wow, that's cool, man. You know what you reminded me of uh, when you were talking about the little fish and stuff, being able to swim through? When I was driving through Banff uh, National Park, they have these animal overpasses. So they mm. have bridges of of like trees and grass and stuff just for animals to cross over the highway. <laughs> I'm just picturing some like nut job and like uh... – like getting all dressed up in like a ghillie suit or something <laughs> with like fur and just like crossing one of those crossings half naked and just making like <laughs> yeah just like running with like a pack of horses like <laughs> like kind of like you're a wildman like yeah. you're a wildman uh speaking of overpasses bridges cranes and impact hammers uh folks you're uh, listening to another uh, episode of best friends catching up the mark and joe show I'm Joe. And I'm Mark. Let's finish. Come on, just let's go. She kinda bit her lip. Jeez, I don't know. But I can guarantee. Dude, I must say, Joe. I've had a little bit of a rough day. Not a rough day. Like, come on, let's get real. It's not been yeah, rough. Yeah. But it's just Ups been like, <sighs> yeah. And seeing your face and just talking with you for however long we've been talking, 10 minutes. It's already made it substantially better. Better, Dude, I made my first loaf of bread today. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Dude, I made a Dude, loaf. This is going to become a thing. I made a country loaf. I made it in my Dutch oven. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, just making loaves and uh, in the pe- Dutch oven. Yeah, you make it in the big in... round loaf. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, you get that piping hot, and then you put your dough in there, and then you put it in the oven for like forty-five minutes. Uh, but yeah, how made did it, it turn out? Made it, turned out okay. I think uh, the on the first rise. So like you mix the dough together, and then you want to let it rise for about two hours. And on the first rise, I I let it in, left it in the kitchen, and the kitchen's kind of cold which isn't great. So then I Googled, like, should it be warm? And yes is the answer. So then I just put it in my windowsill. So the second rise, it rose a bit more. Um, but honestly, still pretty good. And for my first go, I'm I'm really excited to make a new loaf. I'm going to put, like, seeds and shit in the next loaf. I hear you want it kind of hot and steamy on the first rise. It's actually advisable to uh, do a bit of a proof before you have someone over for the night, and then you let it rise at the foot of the bed. Mm during during intercourse <laughs> and then you want it to be actually a little bit drier and cooler on the second rise so you just kind of you let it hang out the morning after when things get awkward yeah. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> my that, lunch yes. you're eating brioche <laughs> <laughs> or a <uh>, focaccia <laughs> oh. nice really nice Still yeah, got man. it. Still got it. That's class. That is just class Dude, at the ass. You can have still got it. Yeah. We introduce our uh, 
guest for the episode? Dude, we should introduce our guest. None other than the mayor of our entire time at Queens, I would say. You'd say yeah. Aberdeen, but you could also just say the general populace. It 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 it, it eclipsed geographic constrictions and age restrictions too like he was he was just everywhere yeah he was yeah yeah. he was basically the the social governor and i mean he probably could have been the actual governor but i think Mm -hmm. there was a uh if there was a vote he would have won legitimately yeah it wouldn't have been like 50 50 half the people hate him half the people love him like uh politics down in the states it would be unanimous yeah he uh well should we mention who it is we should. Folks, we've got Nathan Linton on the podcast today. The yeah, one and if only. You, if you know, you know. And if you don't, you're in for a real treat. This guy is honestly one of the best, most like enabling, most outrageous, adventurous, fun, and just free-spirited people we've ever met. He's yeah. always an optimistic and positive impact on everyone. And he's always uh, just ready to fucking fire up dude just literally <laughs> just gets you going like just so jacked up dude yeah. i'm pretty sure uh when linton was was born his dad cracked a warm pbr and he just just held his baby for the first time and he just <laughs> said, here you son. go <laughs> you'll be a legend uh yeah but and all joking aside nathan linton is just an incredible human real salt of the earth and uh we had a good a good time catching up with him and it was fun to kind of see what he's up to and he's uh like newly engaged he's got a bunch of stuff on the go so mm. yeah it was a good time catching up with him and uh, yeah we, some old rumors were definitely put to bed or at least uh explained there's a lot of a lot of juicy juicy talk on this episode mm-hmm. and i i really think you guys are enjoy it i sure as hell did mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, uh, we will get to the interview in due time. Just want to say thank you to a couple of our sponsors for the show. Uh, we've got one new sponsor, one time only, friggin' uh, Cooking for Nate, at Cooking for Nate on Instagram. Go oh. give him a follow. Sienna is just banging out recipes on Instagram. Nate's a lucky guy. This is his fiance, Sienna, and she's just making muck after muck in the best way i use muck in like a positive way don't be offended cooking for nate eh? Yeah. cooking for nate is that what it is that's her Instagram that's all you need to search? check it out she'll be, she's posting great little recipes uh that you can try when you're in quarantine i think today she posted one about hollandaise sauce mm. Ooh. so yeah go check that out and uh we'll keep the rest of them brief you know them. you yeah. love them the pelican fish market and grill bang, best bang. seafood in ottawa Charette Wealth Management. Check out charrettegroup.ca for some sexy pics of Mark's bro. Bang. And Esther Yell, mortgage broker. Give her a call if you're looking for a place. My cousin just bought a place, and she got him a fucking sick deal. Oh, Let's fucking go. Joseph. Okay, folks. Uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you very much, and uh, stay uh, happy, safe, and well out there. Here's yeah. Nathan. Headed down south to the land of the pines I'm thumbing my way to North Carolina Staring up the road and pray to God I see headlights I made it down the coast in... Fellas. Oh. 
Crazy. What is going on? Shredder, Yeller, holy hey, oh. freaking right. <laughs> holy fuck. Dude, Nate, it has been some time, hey. Guys, I, I, Shredder, I have something to admit. What? I was in Whistler two and a half weeks ago. I oh. didn't think you were there, and I did text you. So I'm very. I take this premise to heart of the podcast that like, don't be a shit guy. Talk your friends. Call your friends. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Fuck. fine. I'm sorry. That's it's me. That's it's all me. good. Hey, hey. At least you made it home without coronavirus and all that. Good for you. Traveling yeah. in airports and stuff yeah, like geez, that. My, my, my sister was on the hill the day before. It closed down, and she was just like, "Yeah, fuck, got it. Yeah, it's crazy." Yeah, I thought you were gonna say your sister was on like the HMS CS Beagle or whatever, <laughs> like one of those cruise ships that got like just uh, <laughs> just got rinsed around. She, she actually intuition. is. Yeah, she's sure. in, she decided to take up a permanent job in Wuhan about four months ago. <laughs> she's really loved, like, a lot of job openings. I hear from her. Yeah. Now. Dude, how uh, how are you doing? Like, besides, like, okay, we all we all know we're all quarantined. You're probably working from home right now and all that. How um, like, how's like life been in the past like couple years? Give us a little, just a little update. Starting with the small questions, eh? Jesus. Uh, no, it's uh, things are really good, man. Um, obviously we're coming up on our five year, which is fucking insane to think about, eh? Oh um, yeah. I, I stayed I stayed back for a victory lap, so I'm not as uh not hasn't been as long for me it's been it's been awesome man toronto is is wicked i think definitely trying to find the right balance obviously queens are not the lives that we try and live now at least not every day of the week so been uh been like real working a lot more trying to grow up too much but at the same time trying not to live in a house with no furniture on the first floor you know the state that we left 36 i don't ever want to return to that yeah, yeah. It's all about just oh, incrementally yeah. kind of building a little bit. Um, you're looking yeah. at like a young adult, you know? You just is that like a crew neck sweater you're wearing? What is that thing? No, just just a t shirt, <laughs> Just just a t shirt. Oh, oh man, man, I'll I'll never forget uh the first time I ever met you was in rugby training camp and you were a scrum half and I was a scrum half. And we were doing this like drill where you were essentially just like tackling the other person, but you were standing right in front of them. It was almost like we were wrestling and mm. you were just like fucking me up. And I was, <laughs> I was like a rag doll. Did you like <laughs> wrestle in high school or something like that? Yeah. I was actually a much better, a better wrestler than rugby player, but wrestling is literally sport on planet earth. Like really? you have to cut weight. You literally yeah. have to like, watch, like you can't party. The, Yo, like, oh, yeah. T out, T out. Time out. your coach would be like, "Don't go above one seventy because you got to wrestle one third. What? Time out. Your yeah. audio what? is glitching. Very. I might have, I might have opened this hand. Oh. Um. Do, should I try the headphones? I can I go think, wired. I have, I'm yeah, guessing bro, it's. I, I'm guessing it's it, your uh, your Wi-Fi. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, it seems like a like the video is glitching too. So it seems like an internet base. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how one would fix yeah. that. Uh, hmm. Oh, but it is. Yeah, it is slow for me. Fucking Toronto, eh? Everybody should I go to turn video off? Us? Sometimes that helps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Eh? Give it a shot. Give it, give, so, give, so, give it a sometimes shot. going off video helps. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Um. Where, we just missed, man. That was some gold, though, Linton. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how well that was captured, but uh, 
Where yeah. were we? I think you should just jump right back in. Let's just hop back well, in. I mean, that's yeah, all. The, Let's edit all that out. Yeah, it's all good. The, well, yeah, the, the old the old wrestling days. It was, we're saying it could have gone two ways. Could have been a professional, not professional, could have wrestled competitively or played rugby. Wrestling on your own. Wrestling being like an individual sport. You have to cut weight and watch your weight in the offseason. is just horrific. Like, like, how old were I you weighed, when you were cutting weight? Like you're in like grade eight and they got you running laps in the sauna or something? Like what's going yeah, on? I, I, I didn't start till late high school. So I was like really into it in grade 11. And I was weighing, weighing in at like 155. And for offices, I cut down to 127. What? Yeah. How long do you leave yourself to – like is it a slow <laughs> build where you're – you, or is it just kind of like lose all the weight in a few days of water? How does that work? Yeah, so it's like you do the slow build. You try and lose like as much fat as you can so you can lose like 10 pounds um, just from like eating healthy and like natural weight loss. And then the last two weeks is like you can eat, you can easily have 15 to 20 pounds of water weight on you depending on your size. Yeah, it's just really dehydrate yourself until oh you have to step on the scale. So it was – and horrible and like versus rugby the ultimate team sport where you're having a pint after every match it mm. is an absolute no-brainer and yeah. like when i went to queens i didn't know a single person going into queens not even kidding you i think there was one person from my high school two years ahead and to come into queens to like play rugby with like all you guys who i met on the first day like you know yeah. car amers like all yeah. all those guys who started out day one boom start starting off uh queen's career on a good foot so Glad I did that, dude. Hell yeah, man. Me and Joe man, before everyone's you. Everyone's glad. Yeah, before. I... <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. It's like sliding doors when, like, yeah. What it would yeah. be an alternate universe if you joined the wrestling team. Maybe you uh, would have like been on like West Campus or something. Dude, you probably and, like... would have been such a fucking animal loser. Like... <laughs> honestly, you can't. You can't. Such a... You can't hit the town five nights a week and maintain the one twenty seven. Uh, weight class <laughs> well I, I maybe that would have helped because i think it went the other way at the at the end of the queen's career but uh <laughs> no yeah it was one of my uh one of my favorite stories about you linton is just okay well me and me and joe were talking about how you were essentially like the godfather of our year godfather uh, of the and ghetto. just the godfather of like everyone's year it's like i don't know everyone we all just like looked up to you in in a sort of way, and I, one of my favorite stories is uh, <laughs> Jeff Roberts had some crazy party at his house, and everyone was like dance. Everyone was dancing in the living room, and oh, I I was God, there, I and I remember the floor was bouncing like a mini trampoline, and I I'll never forget I I left the living room because I did not want to be like in a news headline like like students crushed at like university rager and the story i heard was that like jeff roberts and those guys came over to your house the next day and like you came you came over and you like looked at the underside of the the, the basement beam you like slapped a couple two by fours you're like you're like oh yeah i should be good boys no structural damage like you guys are good to go and i just think that's so uh, funny like such a i don't know why i find that so funny. that that's the that story is even even better because i actually saw it coming in slow-mo i was in their living room and andrew dent god bless his soul the world's great worst dj you have you have to know that when you play jump around, yeah. the synchronous jump 
is not good for floor construction. And I've seen it before. We did it to Roy Farr's house in first year, like 10 grand in damage that we had to pay oh. for. And I literally, whoa, whoa, whoa. Deja, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that you you uh, did it cave in or was it just some structural cracking? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a wasn't a cave in. It just like <laughs> bolted downwards a few inches, so all of the booze from the floors kind of puddles up into the front. Um, so that was yeah. So I literally to the same song. I I did it. Oh like my years God. before. So I see like, potato on on the iPod. <laughs> I see everyone jumping, and I'm trying to tell them turn it off, turn it off. Dude, that's there like goes. a scene from like a movie. Like turn it off, turn it off. Linton's upstairs taking a shit. He just hears the faint <laughs> like tempo of jump around. <laughs> No white. He runs down board. the stairs, pants around his ankles. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. Oh, oh man. God. That yeah. house took that house hey, took a beating. Linton, uh, I, this is something I want to know. Remember in uh, Punta Cana on grad trip, there was a oh, rumor circulating that you were <laughs> like almost going to get your arm amputated, <laughs> and it got. <laughs> You were like hanging from a chandelier and it got caught in the chandelier or something and like your arm was like going to get amputated. No one saw you for like two days. What what really happened, man? Because until this day, I still believe that. <laughs> that was, you know, I, I'll take, I'll, I don't know how to react to the fact that people believe those rumors. I don't know if that's like, you know, respect that they're like, oh, that could be true. Um, but what act, it actually wasn't too bad, but it was a bit scary scary so all that happened was uh coco bongo enough said jim carrey's bar do you remember that night at coco yeah. bongo it was the like was one of the like, best nights of my life it was fucking insane <laughs> <laughs> the trapeze artist batman versus superman all of that um the problem the, the problem started before the trip even began i got on the first trip there um so we were on the first flight out on the friday night Dude, so we, yeah. i was out with weren't we as well we were in that first uh cohort and we, I just remember we had such a runway before everyone came. Like we had oh, two yeah. or three days, like learn the resort, you know, mm. you got the bartenders on the payroll. <laughs> yeah. Those all yeah. around. We already had five star service uh, before yeah. the Sunday crew came in. Um, and so I remember, I think that was like the first night. I think that was honestly the first night when Sienna, who we were newly, newly dating at the time, showed up. Um, and I was a bit of a write-off for that day. All that happened was I slipped in Coco Bongo and fractured my elbow. Oh. So I like slipped down the stairs or something. It's all kind of a bit of a blur. But what ended up happening was I Oof. ended up getting a cut on that same arm and got a blood and intestinal infection. So oh. like that in Puntacana. In Puntacana. So the fracture is like wasn't a big deal. I was just gonna like fight it off. I'm not gonna they're not gonna put me in a cast for a practice. Yeah, you're so like, you're you're, you're hurt. You're hurt. You're not injured. You can keep I'm not keep injured. going. Yeah, you can keep going. I'm not gonna deal with the Dominican Republic healthcare system if no. I don't have to. Yeah. So um but then I started like it started swelling up, it started getting purple, and then like this intestinal infection just started making making me sick as a dog. So ended up oh. going to the hospital. It's like it's an even longer story that I won't get into, but it took me like sixteen hours to get treatment. They Oh. The first hospital that I went to, they gave me, they took x-rays, did blood work, gave me medications, and then said, we're, they took everything out and said, we're not giving you the results until you give us $3,000 US cash. Oh, 
<laughs> and so, hospital. Whoa. The first hospital. So they're like, I spent six hours there. They gave me treatment, treated me really well. And they're like, no, no, we need $3,000 US cash. So I had to call my dad in the middle of the night, figured out my favorite part of the whole story is that I did not buy insurance and just went with the AMS insurance, which oh. was just horrible. But my dad, God bless his soul. My dad was, was a bit of a wild card as well. He went to Queens. He lived at 400 Johnson, like two houses down from the mansion. My mom lived at 35, funny enough. No way. 35 Aberdeen. Yeah, I'm no parents, way. My parents knew what we were, what oh, we were up dude. to. So my you were, yeah, you were my, groomed. My dad yeah. bought one-time special trip insurance and didn't tell me. Oh, my God. So he, he, he bought the special trip insurance that the AMS probably wouldn't – AMS insurance was crap. And the bill ended up being like $11,000 and probably wouldn't have been covered if I didn't have this insurance. My dad had the foresight to not even tell me, say, don't worry, Nathan, I got you covered. I bought you special trip insurance. I saw this coming. Dude, this is the this is the, <laughs> the pact you need to make with yourself, Linton. One day, like, your, your son's going to be on a podcast 30 years from – or not 30, 20 years from now. And he's going to be on a podcast and he's going to be telling his friends about how he got – fucked up in like bali and he's gonna say that he that he he thought he didn't have travel insurance but his yes. dad nathan linton got him fucking travel insurance and his mom used to live at 400 and two johnson and his yeah. dad used to live at 36 aberdeen and he knew what was going on <laughs> yeller I, I will make a voice memo of that set up for 30 years from now and make sure that that's the case Dude, that is so, that, wow! That's... What a play by by uh, Father Linton! Wow, Jeff, what a legend! What a legend. What yeah, a huge like legend. I, huge legend. So ended up I ended up spending four of the seven days um, in that hospital. Came back for a day on the other end, and and that was that. I think if you, if you guys were on the Friday night, do you remember getting back to Kingston? It was like minus thirty. It was like a Saturday yeah. night. No one there. All of the heat in our houses were turned off. 36 had been broken into and the front door was open and it was freezing cold. I'll never forget the depression of coming back from grad trip. Literally, there's, the heat hasn't been on. The house had been broken into. Uh, that was dark times. We had, rebuilt, re rebuilt. Yeah. Yeah. That's a rebuild. I, when I got back from my uh, grad trip, Mark was supposed to fly back with me, but uh, Mark was kind of, Mark's pretty wild card guy, kind of guy too. So I wake up in the morning and the we have to be in the, uh, like the, the fuck's it called? The lobby to get on the bus to go to the airport at like 8 a.m. I wake up at 7:30, so I got half an hour. It's like a 10 minute walk to the, to the lobby. So I'm frantically packing up all my shit. I realize Mark's not in the room. I don't like. No one's really been in the room all week. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark shits everywhere. And uh, so I just start frantically packing his stuff because I'm like, he's not here. He's going to miss his flight. I need to just – I'll pack his stuff and maybe I'll find him along the way. And if I don't, I'll leave his bag with the lobby and fuck, he'll figure it out. And uh, so we get to the lobby. I see Mark just sitting there talking to some woman like at a help desk. I'm like, oh, thank God. I walk up. Mark's on the phone. He turns to me. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Or like – it, the bus is leaving in five minutes. I just found you. We're so lucky. <laughs> but it, meanwhile, I didn't realize he was on the phone moving his flight two days later. Legend. Legend. <laughs> Legend. 
because we got there on the first round. So there's ever, a lot of people are still there for two more days. Yeah, I milked like, it. Fuck I milked it. I'll, yep. I'll eat the flight. I'm uh, just going to book another flight. Yeah. <laughs> I milked it for two more days. Pure milk. Come on. Yeah. Can we tell the story of uh, the bathing Come suit on. since we're on Punta Cana? I'm probably <laughs> let you tell that one. Come on, Mark. No, we can't. Come on, bud. No. Come on. We're just no, man. No, man. I'm drawing the line there. Holy shit. No. <laughs> if you know, if you're out there, you, if you know, know. Yeah. You, you know. know. Okay. I think we're just scratching the surface because, like, there's everyone has those stories. Every Each group has their own stories that have not come out yet. They will Dude. at some point. So, yeah. Some, I hope, just kind of spread organically through the grapevine and. That's that. I don't need to broadcast them to everybody. One of the funnier things about grad trip was uh, rumors that would just because yeah. nobody had their, nobody had phones, so you, there were just rumors that would spread like wildfire, like the one of you getting your arm amputated. Dude, I think or like, three guys came out. Yeah, Linton, Linton was like armless. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, you were like the fucking Black Knight from uh, Monty Python at one point. I'm pretty sure you were just a torso. <laughs> the, the crazy the crazy thing too is that all the rumors like from what i heard got passed on to the, the next years and like stuff got even crazier like they heard of how crazy our year was and it just kept going over and over again i got to hear some the years previous and they're like oh yeah we see you we'll one-up it and yeah. uh yeah da- dangerous precedent to, yeah. to take on seriously so i mean a lot as you said uh as you were saying earlier, Linton, a lot's kind of changed since then. I, I'd like to think that you'll be running for mayor of Toronto within the next 10 years. But how Let's do you go. like how long did it take for you to transition from like the Linton we remember and loved back in school to like the the young adult Linton, who I imagine still rages? Like, Surely grow, you can but... still just tie one on. Ah. The, the the one the one day sprint is still there. The marathon is no is no longer. Yeah. Um, look, like what everyone when everyone when everyone graduated, it was there was definitely like a year or two where it just felt like downtown Toronto felt like the Queen's ghetto all over again. With all the condos and all the density, it was literally like you'd walk by King Street, it's like, Oh, there's Barney, there's Yas, there's there's whoever. There was there's even one point where I think Yas, Barney, Alexia and Gary were all living in the same building. The go. same apartment building, so it it was it was a good it was a good time. I think I had a ton of fun, and then I uh, I've been really involved in work. I found a great job three years ago that like a crazy fast growing company, like kind of once in a lifetime chance, and that has like happily taken taken up a bit more of my time. But like I said, it's still trying to find the time to to balance and like you know when the when it's time to go like homecoming this year or you know there's a couple days here and then put out the bat signal and, and we get the band back together again. But yeah. I think especially over the last couple of years, just been so busy with work in a good way, but still trying to find the time because we have still have so many amazing friends in Toronto. Yeah. So what are you doing for work, Linton? I have no clue. Working for DoorDash, <laughs> food delivery. So pretty busy right now, um, given the global pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, DoorDash is probably just... Delivery. So it's been, uh, been, been a busy, busy time over the last few weeks. Holy yeah. shit. You guys <laughs> it's like as the orders just tripled? Like, Surely. Yeah, it's it, it's been busy, it's been a busy time. 
It's how do you even time. how do you meet the demand? Like, have you have you noticed that the are the amount of like delivery workers diminished, or are people just like fuck it? I'm making bank. Like, I'm out there. Yeah, I, like, I can't I can't talk too much about it, but basically, it's like I, we're actually seeing a lot of people are looking for work, right? Like in the U.S. last week, there's 3.3 million people just filed for unemployment. So it's a pretty good, like, flexible way for people to to make to make a living but yeah the demand is definitely there i know like a ton of people are working from home not everyone is as good of a is lucky enough like me to have santa to cook three incredible meals a day so Dude, don't, don't blame everyone for, for ordering she's, more uh, she's chefing it up eh? she just uh oh. i saw her instagram page that she's uh, cooking for nate right yeah, yeah. Shout out. Nice Shout out, dude. dude yes, Sienna made a little Instagram page called uh, Cooking for Nate, and it's like uh, like little recipes and shit. Like she just made some uh, some freaking lemon bars or something like that. Oh, not let me tell you, those were good. And and, and I, I'm a couple days couple days ahead of the curve, so we've got some good stuff dropping. There might be a pasta dish dropping tomorrow. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, live, live live the good good life. You're, very, you're, tracking yeah. it, you're tracking it like it's like an album drop or something like a, like an ep limited <laughs> release of uh some pasta yeah, we got a mean carbonara week. coming out next week it should be pretty fire <laughs> yes of, of course no yeah. so it's uh yeah it's it's been good but like we're we're in like a we're in like a medium-sized apartment but it's been tough like uh, this is i think day i guess week two of yeah. working from home so gives she, at least she, up to, is she at home as well yeah, she, she's she's, she's working from home well. too. How wow. do you find working from home, Nate? Uh, I'm just been working from home for a week now, and I find I have my moments where I'm so productive because I'm just like I'm comfortable. I got all my stuff here, and I'm just dialed in. There's no when you're in the office or you're out in the field or something. There's a lot of stuff that just kind of like picks at your attention. You know, there's a lot of people around and. Maybe you should just lock into a task for three hours and just hammer it out, get it done. But, you know, shit comes up. And then the thing that could have took you three hours ended up taking you three days. So I find that's been really good. But on the other side, I got to be really disciplined about, like, keeping my routine. And it's very easy to just, like, oh, I'm going to take a 15-minute break and, like, watch a YouTube video. And then, like, an hour goes by. And, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Dude, it's, it's funny, even vortex. like talking to people around the office, uh, or or the uh, the coronavirus tracking, refresh that every five minutes, see what the case numbers at. No, no one else, just me. Dude, I'm crazy. What is there? Um, I, I didn't know anything. Yeah, about yeah, it's definitely track. like there's uh, the John Hopkins website. Like it has like real time tracking. You can see like what country has the most cases. I'm just a bit bit neurotic like that. Oh my god. <laughs> That's bad. Probably, That's bad. probably should. Probably should. No, there's definitely like even hearing it around the office. Dude. No, we're good. We're good. No, yeah, like definitely like around the office, we hear like there's definitely like two kinds of people. I pretty social. Yeah. Person like I have a pretty flexible job where I can work from home almost any day if I wanted to, but I am in the office literally every day. I need the social interaction. I need the need just the habit of like you know getting dressed going out uh driving to work um talking to people and even like just the small chats that you can't, it's so much harder to have remotely so definitely been an adjustment but there are like you do find you get a bit, bit more time in the day 
Um, but yeah, it can, can get a bit lonely. So really trying to catch up with my best friends more frequently as much yeah. as you can. You really got to make the effort to make the FaceTime, make the yeah. rounds, see how everyone's doing. Totally, man. Yeah. I feel like, uh, People are starting to people are FaceTiming each other and hanging out a lot more virtually right now, that's for sure. Like I call like a couple friends up every every day or two. It's great. It's kinda cool, yeah. honestly. Right. It's I feel like it's a great opportunity to, to reconnect just like we're doing right now, but like, you don't need a podcast to do it, right? Anyone can just call up an old friend. Like a FaceTime is so great. You know, you just you can it's see them. So great. Actually the, the uh, and the group FaceTimes. Yeah, yeah, group FaceTimes are. So, I haven't f- figured out how to work those, but group Instagram calls work pretty well too. Um, it's, all, it's all the same. Hey Nate, uh, backtracking a little bit uh, when we were talking about Sienna, I believe you guys are engaged. Yes, still. Congratulations! I know it's been a couple man. weeks. It's yeah. It's been it's been incredible. It happened. It's been been a couple weeks now. Still, yeah. Still doesn't feel like it's real. I think going back to being a betting man, if you five years ago, I think you got some pretty good odds that you know I, I yeah. would be in the place that I am now. <laughs> so I I I would bet I would bet that you would be, I'd dude. Bet. Yeah, I I don't know. You kind of and the guys to... who always have like a relationship and they're always like so fucking I don't know like straight and clean like. They're the guys who I think are going to be 40 and fucking single. Because they're just, I don't know. Like, people like you, Nate, you're just so social. Yeah. It just it just takes the right person to, like, bottle the lightning, yeah. you know? But once yeah. that lightning is bottled, it's just so, like, I don't know. You're you're the type of person yeah. that you're, you're wild until you get tamed. And then you're, like, the most trusty steed any, <laughs> any woman could ever ask for. Wow. I'll, Dude, I'll make well, sure she had a well said. Yeah, man. That's great. That's a sound bite. No, no, exactly. And, 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 and like, we're, we're super happy. Like we've been living together basically since fourth year Queens 36 was, was, was devastated. And I basically like lived at her house for like fifth year as well. And we've been living in Toronto for like four and a half years. So we couldn't be happier. Um, definitely like a little stressful starting to start to think about a wedding and yeah. all of that jazz. So yeah. it's the, it's, it was was supposed to be the summer of weddings. Well, hopefully um, this whole pandemic doesn't. Uh, we'll see what happens over, over the next few months because yeah. I had a lot, lot, a lot of friends tie, looking to tie the knot as well. So to, definitely. Wow, that's awesome, man! How did you uh, how did you propose to her? Was it special? <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I had big grand plans and what I would tell everyone is, so I had the, the grand plan was to go to our favorite restaurant and do it. Our favorite restaurant's like right around the corner. Um, but ended up just doing it at home, which was much better. I was like day of could not have been happier. I decided to do it at home, uh, because I was nervous as all hell. If I was in public, I don't know what the heck I would have said or if I would even got there. So yeah. did it at home. I just just like cooked dinner, kind of surprised her out of the blue, and then I had like a pretty uh, surprise engagement party thrown for her that night. So we had like oh seventy five. So you had like so oh, yeah, gangster. Oh, so you proposed cool. her, and then you had like a you had a party all planned. I had Dude, a party that's planned. The bear. That's, that's that's the mayor. The bear. Let's go. <laughs> Guys, it all it all led to this. Had like some. I was re- really proud of this one. You know her, the. 
this, this five nations was great, but you know, getting a couple of her friends to fly in from Vancouver, my parents to come out uh, and being able to keep it a surprise was, was pretty, pretty unreal. Wow. How long um, were you planning? Like when, when, how long did, until you got that first inkling, like where you, not necessarily that you would want to marry Santa because I know that can come a long time before, but like when you were actually serious, like, okay, maybe start going looking at like rings or like when things started escalating, how long from that point until you got engaged? Yeah. How long? Great. I'm really curious. Great. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? Um, I actually have a good answer here. That's not going to piss anyone off. So we actually had talked and joked about it for a while. And then we actually went out and bought the ring together a few months before, which could not recommend more being uh. the way to go because there's enough stress. I would have no idea what to buy and for something like that significant, that special. Like I, if I was flying blind, who the hell knows what I would have got. So we actually bought it together in like October. And then the hard part was like just surprising her. And like how do you make the right it a surprise? Then? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You, exactly. So, and, you know, yeah, you, you have to, as, as one buddy who I won't out here, almost got to the, he was doing that where he tried to throw his fiance, his, his fiance now, but girlfriend at the time off the scent, but you don't want to throw them off the scent, like not get them, not push them so far away. So they don't expect it to the point that they break up. Oh my God. That, yeah. That makes sense. You're, yeah. try, oh, you're trying to like, Oh, you know, have you got, someone asked you the question, Oh, you know, haven't really thought about it. Yeah. Not really feeling it right now. You want to like do that, but you also don't want to yeah. go so far. You don't want to have the surprise. Yeah. Would you stop asking me fucking bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Go make me some lemon squares. It's like, oh, she broke up with me. I don't know what happened. I had the ring and everything. Trying to throw her off the scent. I really wanted her to be surprised. You never know. Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. It was tight rope back for a for for a couple weeks, but yeah, could couldn't be happier that it happened. And then we actually went back to Vancouver and like saw a bunch of her friends and and family as well. So. Yeah, it's been been a whirlwind couple of weeks, and I literally got back, was home for one week, and then have been in lockdown ever since. Boom. So it's been been a whirlwind. Yeah, what a wow. whirlwind, man! Whirlwind uh, of a life. Whirlwind of a life is right. Um, tip of the lips. How are how are you how are you guys doing? How, uh, Yellow, where are you where are you based at right now? Dude. Guess what, buddy? I'm in Kingston right now, and I'm. Oh I my probably, goodness! I, I could probably, uh, if I lace up my shoes real tight, I could probably run and be uh, on the porch of thirty six in less than a minute. Come on! No, two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Two minutes. I could be on. You're a tall porch. guy, though. When you stride, you can move pretty quick. So oh, I can, I'm trying to. I, I don't I'm move at top draw... speed, but I can. Uh, I can maintain a an eighty five for quite some time. Dude, but like... uh, life's good, man. Linton, I'm kind of. My my path, I feel like, has mirrored yours in many ways. Like I wasn't as mayoral, but I like to think I was perhaps a delegate and uh, of the party scene, <laughs> a counselor <laughs> of sorts. City counselor, <laughs> counselor of the uh, of the uh, Barry Ward. I was a public but... servant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God bless you for that. But uh, Linton, 
same about time you started dating Sienna, I met uh, Nicole on grad trip. So like we we just had our five year anniversary, same deal, and like same thing, man. We're are, we're talking about like wedding rings and stuff, and she's <laughs> dude, she's straight up. She's like, yeah, I'm picking it. Nice. So she's yeah, she's like, well, Honestly, I gotta wear. I'm wearing it all my rest of my life, so I want what I want. I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Okay. The lag. The lag. The lag's yo. Got to us. Yo, you can even there you go. <laughs> the leg. <laughs> yeah, life's good. I'm working uh, in Kingston, uh, working on a bridge project, over water bridge, one kilometer. It's pretty damn sweet, man. The third sweet. crossing. How many? How, how many? Uh, how many? How many requests for couches do you have for October already? You're probably full. Casa Joe is already booked Ooh, up for sure. Dude, it's full booked. But uh, Mark's going to be sleeping horizontal right on this couch. Yeah. Nikki's gone. Nikki's gone again. She's gone again? If you bring a guest, Mark, you might get the bed again. (laughs) Nikki, I'm sorry, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's what friends are for. Dude, that was legendary. Respect. Um, Yeah, Linton, you'll be happy to know that uh, (laughs) we haven't missed, like, homecoming, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't think i don't think oh, we've missed you I, haven't I missed it in the last five, in the last four years you no you know we've been to every single one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i lo- love that for you guys someone's got to do it yeah it's too easy with joe just holding it down in kingston you know it's too much electricity to miss out on you yeah know? too much exactly. useful electricity yeah that and use, i love useful. being around all the students it's fucking awesome dude like, are I, they I've starting said this to... before but they're gone they're gonzo, man. Kingston Dude. is a ghost town. It's Dude. fucking bizarre. So is Whistler. The other day, I was uh, r- running out by the water, and it was kind of a blustery day, and the wind was just whipping up the water and just looked all turbulent and, like, so much little white caps everywhere. <clears throat> and there wasn't a soul to be seen, man. It was like I was in a zombie movie. Yo. And there was this fucking garbage like blowing across the road. And it kind of reminded me of a tumbleweed and like an old Western. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know, everything about it. And then the bell, it was uh, 6 p.m. And the bell of like one of the big churches down there just told oh. at, the, at the clock of six. And it was, just, the whole thing was just eerie, man. I felt like uh, I was transported to like an alternate dimension wow dude that's uh dude i had a similar experience i walked through the whistler village the other night uh just and i didn't see a single person not a soul in whistler in the whole in the what, village, what are I, the what are all the aussies doing and what about all the dude the they've all gone they, man the, all the temporary foreign workers have essentially gone home i'd say what like if they can't afford to go home i've known some aussies out there that were like yeah. Remember your old housemate who was like eating, like he was just eating potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, that guy, dude, he lived, man, he Frazier. lived in the parking garage in a van dude. because there was internet that he could get internet from there, and he just. <laughs> dude, I remember that guy, Fraser Burns. That guy would just eat potatoes, man. He smelt like potatoes too. Uh, dude, a lot of them have gone home. Uh, I'm not too sure, like, what you would do if you couldn't afford a flight home, but. I don't know. Like, do you take out a loan? Like, how do you? I don't know. Because you would just, you would you just yeah, call you would just, any relative and yeah, you just get home because you'd just bleed money if you were here and you didn't have a job. 
it's crazy if you don't any hikes up to the top i've seen a couple of friends who have places there they've like done done the hike up or whatever ski down to chickpea or whatever and then ski all the way out have you done that yet I've done uh, yeah, I've done a couple like hikes up the mountain since it's been closed. It was actually kind of cool skiing down with nobody on the mountain. It was uh, like a, definitely a cool experience, but fuck, does it take like some serious effort, man? It's like five. Sorry, it's like two and a half hours of walking for like a seven minute run. Peak two and a half hours yeah, for one peak to creek. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like you don't look at it that way, Mark. Right? Like the whole yeah. point is like the build and like the earning it and like the walking up is part of the fun. Like it's not a chore to just get your seven minute run. Obviously you just go on a lift, but like, it's just a different experience, man. Dude. I don't think you give hiking. I don't think you give hiking. So positive. Like the the credit it deserves. No. And And I I get it. You're like, I want to be on a bike. You're always like, I'd rather be on a bike. There's something about moving slowly that like gives you, the respect of just like the the scale of things like when i have to walk 20 kilometers 30 kilometers to get somewhere and it takes me all day like there's a certain yeah it's hard work but there's a certain joy in like accomplishing that and moving at that pace and just how aware of your surroundings you are and like you see a ridge on the horizon it takes you an hour to get there you know it's there's something there's something serene about it. I really think you should uh, look into it. Yeah, dude. I, I, <laughs> I love, love question, that, Joe. It how long do you, how many times do you walk 20 kilometers? That's insane. How many times? Been, I don't know. Like, uh, like how often? A couple dozen. I've done, I've done not a, not like a walk to like the other side of town. Like this is a uh, hiking in, in, in the forest right. or in the mountains or something like, uh, I, I like thought you were going like, I thought you were walking to <laughs> get hey, buddy, from Monday to Friday. I ain't got no time for no 20 K walks <laughs> or on just, Saturday or Sunday. Uh, Linton, time. One of my, I want to just uh, tell a story before we let you go here. It was probably the most like inspirational um, speech uh, having to do with like, actually it might be the most like inspirational pump up speech I've ever seen. And I've played on like so many different rugby teams. I've played in OUA finals, <laughs> played in a lot of big games. And it was the speech that you gave before one of those keg races at 36. It was when all three houses were against each other and you stood up in the, in the middle of the room on a table and you gave like an electric speech for about two minutes and you just got everybody so fired up. I, I, I'll never forget that moment. The whole room was red too from the lighting. It was, oh, it was nuts. That, that, that was a wild time. That that first one was. Uh, there's so many aspects of that that were so insane. Yeah. I remember like Barney and I got this idea randomly at like on like a Thursday night. We put we put the invite up. And I just remember like 190 people accepted in the first five minutes. And we got so fired up and celebrated so hard. 190 <laughs> people in five minutes. This is going to be the best night ever. Did not disappoint. What, uh, yeah, what that was... And you know what? It can't, it, can't be re- it can't be replicated because have you heard how insane, like the cops are getting on to people. Like they have, Dude, they've, they've now. They're online, man. You can't organize yeah, online. Tilt. Oh. A, a fr- friend of a friend, they got like a warrant and they like seized the money from their from their bank account. Because like they had money for this for the purpose of, of distributing alcohol the night before they got raided got all the kegs raided and the money 
seized Dude. from the account. We got out when that little year or two of arbitrage of loophole. No one was the wiser. No one yeah, knew. We were in the golden era. The golden years. Oh my! Everyone God. could organize on mass online. Yeah. So and there was like pay tilt. Tilt, tilt. is a huge thing because if everyone pays before the event, then there's like, oh the, okay, fuck it. I'll buy thirty kegs then. I yeah. don't need to worry that like we'd lose two grand. Yeah. Yellow, the first one that we the first one that we did, I sat on my front porch for I think four straight days collecting cash. Yeah, dude. And, <laughs> and dude, wasn't there like the, dude, wasn't Dude, there I remember draft? going to buy my bracelet. Dude, there was a draft and Linton, wasn't Joe drafted first? Or like top yeah. two or something. Yeah. Oh, I think oh, I heard that. I was a number one pick on one of the teams. It was like a it was like a consumption based party where we just had to like <laughs> just get a bunch of booze and whatever, you know, and, and, uh, and it, was, it was also the energy too. You needed people who'd, who'd, who'd uh, a rising tide to lift the other boat. So I think you guys yeah. were, were both pretty high there. It's not only about the consumption. Yeah. We were, uh, we were a package deal. We were like the Sedine twins, except anatomically much different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. dude. Yeah, fucking... can't be can't be done, Yeller. Can't can't be done again. The, the cops, they're onto them. Narcs, dude. they're onto them. Narcs, man, man, I remember Linton that big tent party. I don't, I don't. I'm calling it a tent party. I don't know what the the event was. I'm sure it was epic, but the big tent party and the Jays were in the middle of that deep oh, playoff that was front with the Bautista backflip, and you guys projected it on the like sloped roof of the, of tent, the tent, and we were just like at one point of the party. It was late innings, and everyone was just congregating, watching this like last inning of the game. And it was just—I don't know—I remember that being such a great moment because I don't know you're at a party, and even if there's 300 people at a party, you can't really be in a bigger like group than 10 people max. And even that's rare. You kind of like everyone forms these little pockets, but like to be congregated with all these people, just so liquored up, like everyone's having a great time, best of spirits. Like sharing a collective experience, it was uh, that to me was something I remembered. Yeah, and the Jays lost. Now it. the only mother, uh, but Bautista did hit that home run, and he also did get that person loud. But that was an iconic moment that I'll never forget. <laughs> Man, Linton, I just want to say thank you for everything you did for us and for everyone that was so lucky to have a direct or indirect uh, relationship with you at university. You deserve an award. Pleasure pleasure was all mine. I think what I need to do as a reward is, is everyone needs to get back together and, and run run the tape back in fifth year in, in, in October. Uh, another plus for this year's homecoming. It's my dad's 35th homecoming. Oh, it's uh, nice how that lines uh, And he's going. So we are synced up. Going to have my dad, all engineering buddies, so I could not be more excited to, to get the band back together in October. Dude, wow. Okay, well, that is something to look forward to. Holy cow. You heard that here first, folks. Dude, homecoming this year. Fucking get there, guys. Get there. Get there. Get. Even if you're our one listener that lives yeah, in Yeah, I'll, I'll be looking at you, you for this now. There. Where do the cops congregate? What do the houses go to? Where do we stay? Wait, oh. Yeah, got to get Look, there. Don't, dude, don't worry, Linton. I will, I will take you back to all your favorite old places and I'll make sure it's a cop free zone. And how 
how the rugby boys still doing? Do we do we we won OUAs again last year, right? So that's Crush, gonna be a yeah. Set. OUA stomp, and they've lost in the because there's a Canadian championship now for the last three years. Uh, the first year they didn't go. The second year they finished a second, I think, and then the last year they uh, finished fourth, and. Oh. They lost to UBC in the semifinals. Then I think uh, they lo- I don't know who they lost to in the in the consolation, but they I think they should have won the consolation. But uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to get up for those games after you have your heart set on gold. And in UBC and UVic, it's so not fair. Like they're not big football they, schools. They played like... both years. They went. They played um, the BC, the two-headed dragon, the BC teams. They played them real t- like tight. The one two years ago when they got second place, they were. It was like a five-point game going into like the last ten minutes. I remember watching that live stream. That kid got his ankles broken on Queens. Yeah, absolutely, sometimes it's absolutely rinsed. It's better than me. Yeah, I got they need, they need the you there on assistant coach. They need your assistant coach there. What are you doing? Get off your ass. I'm actually uh, reached out. I'm going to be helping out hopefully with uh, the club team. Oh, coaching, coaching once a week. Because, man, I'm busy. I work a lot. And Dude, I, can't, uh, yeah. I can't really give more than once a week. But, like, that's perfect for the club guys. One practice a week, and we'll just, like, we'll just fuck around, and then we're going to play, like, continuous three-on-twos for the last, I don't know, Yes, hour. what a great drill. <laughs> that was the best fucking drill yes. ever. <laughs> continuous oh. three-on-twos. Let's go. It is wow. a great. It is a good yeah. drill. Yeah, it's fantastic. Sick. You, you and Worsley hold down the fort. I like this. Love to see it. Yeah, me and Worsley get together every every so often, like once a month, kind of. Thing. You guys get together for a bond spiel. You know what that is, by the way? That's the word for a curling match. Come no, on. but Worsley does do Worsley and Boss. Cur- and I know like they all curl. Scott Kyle, they're on like a curling team, man. Yeah, he they... he told us a great story on his episode about how they like fucking we're in last place and they upset the top team in the first round of the playoffs and they make this they made this deep push all the while they're just like pounding pitchers <laughs> yeah hindsight okay. and curling the the marriage you didn't know you wanted it's the best exactly. kingston Cur- the royal kingston curling club I, if i recall is actually quite the establishment oh it's <laughs> dude once you have a couple kids, I think you 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 understand the appeal of curling. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's hey, like golf; in... you can go at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, um, Linton. It's been a pleasure catching up with you, bud. Uh, glad to hear you're doing well. Congratulations once again on uh, your engagement with Sienna, and yeah, dude, wishing you all the best in these uh, kind of weird, turbulent, uncertain times. But uh, yeah, man, it was, it was great catching up with you. Bummer that your video didn't work, but the audio worked pretty damn well. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, that, that, that'll, that'll do. Thanks, thanks for having me, fellas. Um, stay oh, safe in these crazy times. And I came back on for the, for the final floor. Yes. Um, let's not let's not be strangers over the next few months. And Hoko, let's mark it on your calendars. Yeah, man, let's Can't coordinate wait. a little bit. Well, either way, yeah. you'll be here. I'll be here. We'll fucking meet. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> One last thing before we let you go. We always ask our guests in the spirit of best friends catching up and catching up with old friends like we're doing right now to name one person that you're like you're committing tomorrow you're going to call. Someone you haven't spoke to in a long time. I'm going to give Andrew Carr a call. I haven't heard from that meat log in a while. 
I'm gonna give give the kid a call tomorrow. See how he's doing. That's a great idea. Sick. Andrew Cat, what a silky. superstar, Andrew Cat. Dude, what a little step that boy had. He had like he, dude, he like he like galloped around the field like he was like floating almost. It was nuts. He had the he had the tape hair when he caught the ball, right? Yeah, dude. Taylor Paris, the step before he caught the ball. Legend. Yeah, very sick. What a dope. Guy. I I, I, I remember first time first time I first time I met Car. I remember this guy's a unit. We came together playing sevens. It was like the the first day of training camp where they put you into sevens. I think Shredder, yeah. we were on the same team and we're, we're splitting we? people up and we're like, all right, what positions? What positions this guy? We're like prop, obviously. He's like, no, no, fly half. I'm like, yeah. dude, you're like six two, two bills. What the hell? <laughs> Give him the ball, watch him run. Yeah. Watch dude, him run. Watch him run. Fuck yeah. Well, uh, tell Carr on our behalf what up. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's been a pleasure letting you take care. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> See ya, bud. Ciao, Ciao, buddy. Ciao. Well, what do you fucking know, boys? That was, that was big old Nate Linton. Fire me north, Nathan Linton. Let's fucking go. Linton is looking good, dude. Dude, the guy, sexy. the guy. I know he works for DoorDash. I don't know. He must be out there like running orders by rickshaw or something. He's looking <laughs> fucking trim. He's looking dude, fit. He's looking fit, dude. He's got he's got a glow in his eye that's seldom seen in this modern age. <laughs> 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 Folks, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. So we recorded that interview with Linton or um, catch-up session with Linton a couple of days ago. And maybe I mentioned in the interview. I kind of forget. But I've been uh, learning the piano a little bit. Yeah. And uh, Joe, I off-air, I told Joe, if you want, asked Joe if he wanted to hear my song. And he said, you're going to play it for the pod? And I said, freaking rights I am. So. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a legend so. if you're learning piano. I play those old rock and rock and roll. <laughs> That's what made me think of. Sing it.
what the fuck? That was really good. Thanks, man. I kind of fucked up a bit a couple times, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the first go at it. No, I like all all the wrinkles is what makes it. Man, I I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Nice. You 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 couldn't see because you were so focused, which is awesome. But yeah. I had a fucking ear to ear grin that whole time. Nice, man. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've got half of that one like relatively memorized, and now I'm starting. Uh, I'm today. I picked up trying to learn a new song. So, did you ever play piano when you were younger? Or what's not what's really? This no, I play like I could play. Uh, fucking when the saints go marching in, my godmother taught me that. But that's about it. Yeah, that doesn't count though, man. Yeah. Like, no. the same, Mary had a little lamb. Like, I can play Mary had a little lamb. Uh-huh. Like, it, you know, yeah. doesn't really count. I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to learn the, uh, you know, drops of Jupiter. You know, the little riff from that song. Oh dun, dun, my god! Dun. It's it's pretty repetitive that song. So I'm just gonna learn that one next. I think that's a great one to learn. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's a tell me. Yeah, man. So. uh um shall we uh, let's let's send them off let's send them off hey <laughs> thanks for uh joining us in these strange strange times uh you stay safe out there only go to the grocery store once a week when you need to order doordash wink wink but uh if you can do it safely i think it's still important to, to get outside get a little sweat on uh-huh. just keep to yourself Go. Yeah, just if you want to go for a run and you're in a busy place and you got a car, maybe jump in your car, or drive somewhere, you know, do what you got to do, work out at home. But keep now's not the time to uh, to let those kind of habits slide, you know. Dude, Joe, can you see this? My bike trainer in the back that I just picked up. What you ride in place? Yeah, I picked up a little trainer. It's why dope. like why wouldn't you just ride outside? I don't know. because uh, like it's the spring and the weather's kind of crap. And it's my, rainy and stuff. It's rainy and my bike's kind of mangled and stuff. Also, dude, you know when I get like obviously the chances are really low that you would get hit by a car or go over the handlebars and really fuck yourself up. But right now is not the time to to go to the hospital or just to you know. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. like, don't live your life like a uh, in caution and wary of stuff like that. But I don't know. That's another little little. Mini, hey, man, any, anyone can do thing. whatever they think's best. Exactly. You know? It's just one that's, of those things. I'm like, yeah, just, maybe I'll just ride it home. I think the beauty is that you're not letting it uh, stop you. No, exactly. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So thanks for joining us. Boom. Best friends catching up. Hey. Keeping it going in 2020. Uh. Rate, comment, subscribe. Hey, and like our boy Robbie Komotes, send in a little voice clip. Yes. We'll play it on the pod. Clip. We'll play it on the pod. Send us a voice clip if you've made it to the end of this episode about your quarantine, whatever. Whatever's getting you through, whatever's getting you down, anything. We'd love to hear it. Ciao.
plays a guitar, a big banjo now. Oh, North Country winners keep forgetting me, and I lost my money playing poker, so I had to up and leave. But I ain't turning back. The little old laugh, no. 